is What Shall We Do About with Sam Robinson. Hello and welcome to What Shall We Do About, the show that tries to improve the world's less pressing problems. Today, it's a different kind of episode. We're actually deep diving on an Australian television institution, the variety show Hey Hey It's Saturday. Yes, you heard that right. It was a show that initially ran for 27 years. Families, including my own, watched it each and every week, year in and year out. Last year, however, musician John Patterson from Brisbane band The Greats released some videos that has kind of challenged my fond feelings about Hey Hey. And in some ways, it leads to a conversation about cancel culture, one of the bigger talking points of 2019. Late last year, I connected with John to ask him all about it. John Patterson, who we know from The Greats. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Good. Now, you're a musician uh, in a band. You've opened a cafe. But the thing that I want to talk to you about today is your latest project, which involved a slight obsession with the TV show, Australian TV show that is no more, Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Yeah, it was well, it was a full-blown obsession, I think, for maybe a month and a half Right, <laughs> earlier this year. I should say, too, if you've never heard, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not in Australia, you've never heard of Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. It's like a two-hour Saturday night variety show that used to be on with, it's, it was quirky. It had like a, a duck running around, spinning a wheel. It had an ostrich, like ostrich co-host. It, it was it was like manic, the, yes. the energy on the show. Like it was like it, it, it's not particularly funny like i don't think the jokes are funny like i but but there's an energy to it that kind of goes through the whole 2 hours that's real intense and and kind of like a, a sense of comfort it's like this is a this is australian culture it's just what you do it's yeah. it's fun you'd, you'd watch it with, like with your grandparents and your parents like like um like it would and because it went for like 35 years or something it was it crossed so many um you know generations have you always been a fan of Hey Hey It's Saturday? Like, did you watch it growing up as a kid? Yeah, well, I I definitely watched it growing up as a kid. I think like, I think everyone had to. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Like, if like if you were young in the late '80s, there wasn't anything to do on a Saturday night except for go to bed or watch Hey Hey It's Saturday. And I think I didn't really watch it with my parents. Like, they were around, but it was you know it was a safe spot for a kid to be on on a week weekend. Yeah, yeah, and and as far as we understood back then, and maybe you're challenging that with this project, it was family-friendly viewing. Like, it, it was just what you did, and it was such a part of Australian culture. And I do remember they, they, they brought it back for a little while on a Wednesday night. Do you remember when they did that, like, yeah. like 10 years ago? 2010, I think. I, I was living in the States, but I was torrenting the episodes <laughs> even then. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I was like, I need to see what's going on. Um but yeah, they did two reunion episodes, and then they came back for a full season that um, I think lasted about twenty episodes on a Wednesday night, which made. I no think sense. I think that yeah, I think it started on the Wednesday, but I think they did move it to a Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Sort of when when it went like back to full uh, blown hey hey. Right. Okay. Am I right in you discovered that online there are a whole treasure trove of old episodes just lying around YouTube? Yeah, well, on YouTube, um, I discovered it through Tony Martin's podcast, but it's like there's every episode of the Daryl Summers show on YouTube, which was, I guess, the late night show that pre that that came before Hey Hey Moving Tonight's because Hey Hey started as a kid's Saturday morning show, I think, for like the first maybe 10 years or something, maybe even more. 
so yeah he he has every late night episode on youtube and i started kind of like i'd i'd come home and unwind by like putting one on <laughs> and just <laughs> and just kind it because it was such a strange like you never get to see like you you know you see so many clips and like best ofs and stuff of old things but you don't get to experience it in its like entirety um so i started getting like obsessed with that i then then i started kind of wanting to learn editing like i started watching this guy called vic berger on youtube that that does these really interesting um comments on political things in the states all through the editing and um like he doesn't have to talk it's all you know but you can hear his voice through the edit so yeah i got into that and then i was looking for a project then I, you know, then I like put it all together. And then when I started like realizing that all the YouTube videos were going to dry up, I found that Daryl has a paid subscription to Hey Hey It's Saturday episodes on, on another website where you can pay $7 a month to access the archives of every single episode. Are you, and it must be whoa. like... So he's got his own streaming service, basically. So you can go yeah. Netflix, you can go Stan or Hey Hey It's Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Or every... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single episode of Hey Hey It's Saturday, like... Which has to be has to be close to five hundred, yeah. I guess. I, I don't. I can't believe there's actually a, a, a subscription option to pay seven dollars a month to watch Hey Hey It's Saturday. Yeah, I've done. It. I've I've been in and out of the subscription a couple of times. Do you reckon he's done all this himself? Like, is that what he's up to these days? Just uploading old episodes from you know? I think t- I think he's he's had some help, but it's uh, it's def- it's his company. I'm I'm not sure. Like. I question whether it's legal just with all of the um, music use and everything. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> like, I'm like, there's like, you know, like there's a Kylie Minogue performance. Uh, like, who, there's no way that he's paying the royalties to all of these performance, hundreds of performances. <laughs> and you would know this because yeah. you're in a band yourself. Did you ever play? You never got to play on a Hate Saturday, right? No. Oh. no. But I've, I've got to talk to some people who have okay. since. Now, how many hours of the show did you reckon you watched before you made before you made the videos, which we'll talk about in a sec, but did you did you trawl through like how many of those five hundred episodes do you think you watched? Ah, uh, no, like I don't think I watched a whole one. Okay, but like I would, I would just drop a needle in and like I probably downloaded maybe twenty of the five hundred and okay. would just and would just drop a needle. Yeah. Okay. Were there any moments that didn't make the videos that you actually enjoyed that were good? Moments um, from the show. I I just I found Jackie McDonald so endearing. Like like some of the some of the background characters on the show. I started to, you know, like really like Wilbur Wilde and Jackie McDonald. I think like seem like really good people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... There were like there. I think there is some like niceness in there. I guess that brings us to the videos. We haven't mentioned what the videos are. When I watched these videos that you'd edited, and of course you've sort of manipulated them in a way, but there's oh, no yeah. way that you can kind of change what the content is in the videos. What are the videos and what were you trying to do by making these videos? Um, so I, I just I just started finding, I guess when I started making the videos, it was just like weird stuff, like like Daryl dressed as the, um, the, you know, the little guy from Treasure Island. Yes. Hulu and sniffing the hula hoop and stuff. So I was just finding weird stuff. But then as I got into the Hey Hey service and kind of sniffed around a bit more, like I started to find some real um, culturally inappropriate things. I guess st- stuff that I don't believe 
was even right or accepted at the time, but maybe got through because it was live TV and it wasn't ever supposed to be seen again. Yeah. Um, and and just a bit of like a mean spiritedness. <laughs> yeah. I want to. Can we talk about a couple of them? Um, one that you found, and I think this is the one that maybe shocks me the most, is when Kamal, who's like is kind of who is a crooner singer from the eighties, big eighties uh, and nineties. Um, he was massive. Massive, yes. And he was still- like, he was after after that put like after that video, he was going straight to Carnegie Hall for a sold out show in New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, can you describe kind of what happens in that video for Kamal? He comes out, they kind of like try, they taunt him uh, like racially and he's not, like you can tell he's kind of not really happy about it, but is going along with it. Uh, Like, and it's, it's two videos combined. So, the previous performance, they chain him to a chair and Daryl in blackface kind of taunts him while he's with his own song while he's chained to a chair. The second video... He um, starts singing like a greatest hits medley, and someone comes and powders his face white in the middle of it. And there's, I mean, the thing is, there's comments from the voiceover guy. There's the there's the pictures that come up on screen. It's like he's been bombarded with just racial insensitivity, and he just grits his teeth and just perseveres. Yeah. And I and I was re- like I read about it before I found that clip. I was reading interviews with Kamal that where he was talking about that that kind of led me to the clip. But he hated it, um, and and felt he felt like he was going into battle, like he was a soldier going into a battle mm. when appearing on the show. So do you think now, like uh, uh, you made a good point in that you think they could get away with it because it was live TV, and unless you were taping it at home, there's no way you could watch it again. That's very different to now. Yeah, but I still think like this is less than thirty years ago um, that this took place. It's very, very recent. It's yeah, it's recent enough, and I and and that's what makes me think. I don't think it was acceptable. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like like looking back, like but you know, but but all of these things give permission to the audience watching to kind of think that that's okay. Yes, of course. Um, there's another video that stands out to me when there is a third uh, generation Chinese Australian woman who comes mm. out um, and plays one of the contests. Can you explain that one to us? Yeah, well, Daryl just can't um, can't get over the. He just can't wrap his head around the idea that she's got an Australian accent and she's born in Australia, even though she's got Asian skin. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you sure you're from here? Like, do you speak?" Another language, and it's just it is just cringeworthy and, watching. And that. after, like when he gets to the end of it, um, they you know they mock, they mock her family with a you know with a bad accent. <laughs> yeah, and so you look at that now, you think how how are you like it's not we can't excuse the fact that this is terrible, even though it's in the past. Just can I ask why you ended up making these videos? I know it was an obsession to begin with. But then making them, putting them out there. What are you, what's your aim with it? Or what do you hope it will do now? I, I'm I'm not. I like it was it was more. It was really like an art project for me to begin with. So like I just did it as a hobby, I guess, for a month and a half, like six months ago. And then I, and then I was just sending them to my close friends just to share, you know, because you want to share the work you're doing. And I I, di- I didn't really know what to do with them 
for ages. But but like, felt like it would be nice to share on my personal Instagram with you know with uh, my audience and friends, where it wasn't in a spot where it seemed like it was gonna be a takedown or you know like something more sinister. I like I guess I guess I just kind of I guess the point of it is just to ref to reflect on that kind of mentality, which I think did bleed through into like you know whether it bled through tv or whether it was just part of the overall culture like you did kind of hear things like that at school or there was an undercurrent of that more i think then that you kind of uh you know they make a hundred like best of clips of hey hey it's like why why ignore the you know the truth yeah it rounded out so i mean you you talked at the start about how you grew up loving hey hey you kind of that was your upset you know you torrent- oh, no, I, de- I well I, de- I definitely didn't love it uh, but like i it was like i had to you just had to watch it, you had to watch it. but you but you said <laughs> i don't have fond memories you do uh, say like, though when you came when it came back you when, torrented when, uh, it from yeah, overseas. Yeah, but like as a curiosity okay like, right yeah yeah no i like there, there's no part of me that's like i'm just like yeah there's no part of me that loves it <laughs> so you weren't so you weren't shocked when you look back as an older person on those episodes no. Okay. You expected that. Yeah. Because for me, it, it did shock me. Because I think when I... So, I watched it through the 90s. I was born 87. So, um, I watched it with Innocent Eyes. did it as a family. And I and I, I never knew. Um, I, I knew about the... Um, in the reboot when the Harry Connick Jr. and the blackface thing happened uh, yeah. during the, the Red Faces sketch. Like, I remember being part of that and think, that's... Okay. That shouldn't have gone through to air. But I guess that was just an indication of the kind of tone that the show had for many years. Yeah, and I think I think it would probably be harder to find things in the early nineties and late eighties that are as brutal as the the early um the early eighties. Yes. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm sure they cleaned it up a bit towards the end, but I but I think that there is an undercurrent. And you found like this one video that you made where um like Jackie McDonald's kind of not harassed, but kind of, I don't know how you describe it. She's like taunted, but but, yeah. but I think like, and at the end of the video, they kind of, they'd pretty much say, if you get pregnant, you lose your job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on live TV. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, after I put the videos on, on, um, on Instagram, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do some more. And then I went back in. I'm like, I can't, I can't even touch it. Did, did you, <laughs> have you heard anything from... Daryl or anyone like no, that? No, 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 no. Do you think they know? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> or they just don't care. I feel like I might get a letter if they did. <laughs> yeah, you will. It'll be it'll be a, a letter with a stamp from the nineties worth forty five cents. Yeah, <laughs> with him on it. <laughs> with him. Yes, because he's on a stamp, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So look, I think like this this was kind of part of Australian culture, and maybe it was reflective of the culture at the time, and and we're a bit more wiser now. Um, in 2019, but I thought it kind of, in some ways, it's it's looking back on the past and stuff that's been recorded and looking at it in a new way, or at least it was for me because I wasn't aware of how it was a lot of the time. And I think in some ways it, it, it leads to a discussion about cancel culture, which is such a big thing at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, I'll put an article in the show notes from uh, from Leah as Melash from CNN who says uh, cancel culture is when Basically, when people say they're cancelling a famous person, that's essentially what they're trying to do. They want to take away their power 
or their cultural capital. They want to diminish their significance, whether it's a personal boycott or a public shaming. Now, I'm not saying that's what you're trying to do with these videos, Mm -hmm. but I think it is a big thing at the moment. We look back on certain people and some have committed stuff that needs to be, you know, uh, punished. But we can look back on stuff now, things are recorded with such a different point of view. Do you feel like that we should cancel Hey Hey It's Saturday? Uh, oh, I think it got it got cancelled on TV. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, should we be changing our thinking about what it was? I think, well, I think it should be, I think you should put everything in context. Um, mm. I, I don't, I don't think, I think for me, these videos are less about hey, hey, and more about Australia. Mm. Um, and I, and I think we should be looking at ourselves and our regrets and, and measuring them on, on the same scale as our successes. Yes, of course. Cause we all do stuff that we regret, <coughs> don't we? Like, and. Yeah, so much of it is recorded in in tweets. I know there was um not long ago they announced the new MasterChef judges for next year, and the female judge, I think Melissa Leong, a tweet came up from her that way back when she tweeted, you know, whoever gets a job out of MasterChef, you know, and if people were like, yeah. you said that once, and now you're a yeah. judge, um, <laughs> you know, it's it it makes yeah, me yeah. slightly nervous because I work in breakfast radio. Um, yeah, who knows? You've got to be careful what you say all the time. I I'm, I'm, I tweet and delete within uh, seconds all the time. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have this conversation. It's like I think of something funny and I'm like, oh, actually, this, this is going to open up a can of worms that I'm not ready for. Yeah, of course. But then I think about these more um, serious things, like, can we still enjoy Michael Jackson's music? No. You know? You, that, that was a hard no, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about this more? Because I I, I have stopped listening myself after watching that documentary that came out earlier in the yep. year, and yet I would I can drive home and on certain radio stations they still play I'm Bad. And I think, why? Yeah, and don't you think the messaging of the song is like... I know, <laughs> talking that's about. what I'm thinking about. <laughs> There's too many songs where I'm like, I know what you're talking about now. I just I think there's enough art in the world to give uh, your attention to people that deserve it. Another example is I was watching telly the other night and um, Baby Driver was on, which I love. Like, I think it's one of the best movies of the last number of years. And yet Kevin Spacey's in it. And so now I look yep. at that and I think completely different because Kevin Spacey's in it. Yeah, and I and I haven't watched Baby Driver because of that. Yeah. I and like... And w- at which I'm like, I should, I probably still should give it a go. And I enjoyed Kevin Spacey's acting, but th- like, I, I, none, none of them really bothered me. Like, none of them hit personally until like the um, John Chris Faluzzi, the dude who made Ren and Stimpy. I, I was the biggest Ren and Stimpy fan. Um, a lot of toys and collectibles and stuff. And he, he was grooming like girls that were like teen fans of his, and it kind of came out last year, I think. And I like I, that was the first time I think I was challenged into what do you do if you really love something, and the person behind it sucks. Mm. And it was really easy for me to just pack up and decide I'll never watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like like I don't know I don't know I, it wasn't a fight that I, I had to have. That's interesting because I had never heard of that. I didn't know about that. But now I'm thinking about my Red and Stimpy DVD set at home. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. 
it's it's full on, isn't it? And and I think you know I I love and I and I'm not ashamed to say I love Michael Jackson's songs, but I just can't listen yeah. to them now. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's fine. Like they're like you know them all, and you like you you can listen to them in your brain whenever you want. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Do you think? Look, I know that it's a broad spectrum we're talking here of what people have done, and but do you think like for example? If Daryl Summers came out or the executive producer of Hey Hey came out and said, here's an apology for what we did, do you think it's possible to forgive and reinstate that? Or do you um, think that I, reputation's well, kind of like, done because it's on tape? Is it? Well, I guess it depends on the. There's not very many good uh, apologies going around. <laughs> I noticed. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's like, show me a good apology. Like, I think Let- Letterman did a nice kind of remorseful um, apology the other day when someone addressed the, you know, the lack of women in the writer's room, you know, and attention that they got, uh, you know, that he was kind of un- unaware, oblivious to. Mm. And I don't know, it was it was nice to see uh, a kind apology, but mm. most of them are protective I, I like. I don't know. I just don't think Hey Hey is good to begin with. I like it's 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 less about for me. It's like I don't. I don't know. Should have we ever? Should we have ever been celebrating it, or was it just like the best thing that was around at the time? But when they rebooted it and they did the reunion show, it like millions of people watched that. It was massive. Oh and- yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it's it's massive in people's mind and yes. in the culture. So it's but more I- they're obsessed with the idea than the content, maybe. You know, I think the, so. The I feeling think they're obsessed with the, the pizza party and the 1.25 bottle of Coke <laughs> that you know that you have with your family on a Saturday night. Yes, and watch and watch some like uh, funny funny photos or a wheel gets you know like everything's pretty like it's a wheel getting spun like a ripoff of the Gong Show like just photos in before the internet like it's all it's it's pretty basic stuff yeah barack obama has come out in the last few days and says that he wants to cancel cancel culture yeah he was like uh you know you can't be you can't be perfect in your quest to be woke or whatever yeah yeah exactly yeah he says that quote call out culture wasn't a great form of activism and is way more about making people feel self-satisfied than actually making change so it's about you know how woke you are um what do you think about that like, I think the internet definitely makes it super easy to be outraged mm. and, like, well, even appear more outraged than you really are on the inside and maybe, you know, spread it out over a couple of things <laughs> rather than focus it on something. Mm. Uh, but, uh, like, I, I, I'm just all for a fight against uh, the, the status quo. Like, I think you've got to punch through stuff like this and you know, see where you get to on the other side. I, f- I feel like it's going to get kind of boring to keep cancelling people over and over. I think people will just get bored of jumping on the same uh, bandwagon over and over and probably will take into account facts and maybe it maybe apologising will be part of the process where it doesn't get to the point where it, you know, explodes as hard. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't... I don't think it's here to stay anyway, mm. but, like, I but I think... I think there's a lot of there's a lot worth fighting for. So, um, look, this this podcast is always trying to improve stuff, make a step forward. So, what do you think? What shall we do about Hey Hey It's Saturday? <laughs> I mean, it's it's gone, but uh, Daryl's streaming service. But also, like, cancel culture. What do you think? 
Um, well, I don't think there's. I don't think you need to do anything about hey, it's Saturday. I think it's just like. Um, I think it's just important to reflect on on our culture and kind of use it as a reference to where things have gone and also what what has stayed the same and what needs improving. Mm-hmm. Um, cancel culture, like I I think that there needs to be uh, some type of better adjustment to freedom of speech uh, where it's not as free. <laughs> controversially sure i think i think there needs like i think moving forward i think the media i i always think there should be something like the the people that like are in charge of the emojis i think they should be in charge of what you can and can't say and there's like a committee of people and things are getting updated all the time and there's like a there's a good reference base of um of of things that are that you that aren't allowed and then if there's something that feels weird, it's like you can check it against that. Yeah, right. Why Why do you say the emojis? Because they kind of... Well, because I think they do. I think they seem to do a good job on on um, choosing the right things that we need to talk about. Like, <laughs> I never thought of it a, like put that. A committee, put a committee in charge of, um, of free speech and re- write it in. Would this be part of the United Nations or yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> Australian so. government? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it would have to be like a worldwide uh, thing. It would. Uh, John Patterson, I really, really am thankful for your time and that you... Uh, oh, thanks. That was fun. Th- that you've, but that just you've made these videos that challenge the way we think about stuff. That's what, for me, it was because I'm like, it, I don't know whether to see this as art or entertainment or some sort of controversy. So, honestly, go and check oh, out good. these videos if you <laughs> haven't yet because it'll make you think. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's definitely what it's about. Uh, John, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's John Patterson from The Greats sharing about his Hey Hey obsession. If you want to watch the videos yourself, you can find them on Instagram at J-H-O-N, yes, J-H-O-N Patterson. But be warned, they aren't easy to watch. Thanks so much for listening. I really am thankful that you did. And if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe or even share it with your friends. You can also connect with the show on Instagram and Facebook at What Shall We Do Pod. And What Shall We Do About is hosted and produced by me, Sam Robinson, with production support from Ali Barnes and original theme music by Chad Gardner. Catch you next time.